0: Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host Brandon, formerly known as DG Monty Ale, as part of the new year, making some changes here in the Bruce Stilled podcast. As part of the year 2022, but definitely will be the same podcast, drink pairings, pop culture, the MCU, and NFL football, and also have definitely some new interesting content coming down the pipeline, so do stay tuned for that here at Bruce Stilled here in the year 2022. And this will also be the first podcast episode of Bruce Stilled in the year 2022. And this episode will be recapping NFL Week 17. But first, though, what drink am I pairing with this week's NFL action? What drink? What craft beer am I going to Pair with NFL Week 17. We'll have the beer with me right here, and here's what I'm drinking for this week's NFL Action Week 17, the recap. And that beer is Pliny the Elder from Russian River Brewing in Santa Rosa, California. Now, Russian River Brewing is definitely an iconic brewery in the craft beer industry, especially in California. And the Plenty of the Elders is one of their flagship beers, one of their most famous flagship ales. And this beer is a double India Pale Ale, a double IPA, which is brewed with Amarillo, Centennial, CTZ, and Simcoe hops. It has a really well-balanced flavor with malt hops, with a slightly bitter feel to it, but also with a very strong hop aroma that comes with it as well. A definitely good beer. Feels like you definitely this is definitely beer you want to check out. Also has citrus and pine flavors as well. There's also you definitely. Want have this beer on the spot. It's definitely good to have in a bottle, but also on tap as well. So if you're at a bar somewhere, at a brewery, and you see this beer on tap, definitely check it out. And the good thing is, this beer Pliny the Elder is starting to be more common out there. At first, it was a beer that you had to go on a treasure hunt to find, but the good thing is, this beer is now more accessible now, and this beer's been around for quite a long time now. And the name Pliny the Elder comes from Pliny the Man from the years of 27 to 79 AD, according to historical records. And according to researcher this episode of Bruce Stilled, Pliny and his contemporaries either created a botanical name or at least wrote about lupus solitarius or hops which we now know as homeless lupus which is said to be an early reference to the WIPA which is really interesting here this beer has a lot of history behind it a definitely strong history and it comes in a really nice bottle as well I got the bottle with me right now it's definitely good beer I'm drinking for this podcast it comes in a nice bottle with an olive green wrapper with a circle red circle right in the center with plenty the elder name on the bottle a definitely good bottle to have whenever I find this IPA this IPA, I consider buying at least one bottle it's definitely an IPA you definitely want to have in your fridge because I like to think I have this my own Avengers set of beers like beers you definitely want to have always in your refrigerator next to Einstock the craft beer out of Iceland Pliny the Elder is definitely on my lineup of Avengers of craft beer I mean this is a beer you definitely don't want to mess around with You definitely want to respect this beer and honor this beer because it definitely has a good history behind it and there's also Pliny the Younger which I'd definitely like to get to in a future edition of Brew Still Pliny the Younger is even more rare a beer that I heard people traveling all the way from Germany to Santa Rosa when that beer is least at Russian River Brewing Tap Room in Santa Rosa. But right now, the highlight beer of this episode is Pliny the Elder. It has an ABV of 8% with a very high bitterness. So definitely beer, like any other craft beer, you definitely want to sip this beer. You definitely don't want to chug it like other beers out there. This is a beer you definitely want to savor and enjoy and take your time with. It's definitely a good beer to socialize with at any brewery or if you're watching a football game somewhere at a brewery or at a bar, this is definitely an excellent selection. And this beer is also available all year round, better yet. I really love the flavor to it. I think this beer is good for barbecue or, or like hearty foods like hamburgers, steaks. Definitely not something I would have with a light meal. I'd definitely have this beer with a heavy meal as I think there's definitely good pairing for that with any like more heavy foods but it's definitely also a good casual beer to have as well when you're ever at a craft beer establishment or a tap room somewhere and his beer is on tap. Definitely do check it out. And again that beer is Pliny the Elder from Russian River Brewing in Santa Rosa, California and as for Pliny the Younger, the much more rare exclusive one? Well that is another story for another day. So with Pliny the Elder right next to me just in time for this. This week's NFL Week 17 recap episode here in Bruce Dilled. It's time to recap NFL Week 17. And I'll go ahead and start with the AFC side of the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season. Starting with Jacksonville. Not much to say about the Jaguars this week. They lost to the Patriots by a score of 50-10. to Bringing their record back to 2-14. With no home game wins this season so far. Trevor Lawrence threw for one touchdown and three interceptions. So definitely a very ugly day for Jacksonville in the post-Urban Meyer era. Many were wondering if Jacksonville was going to win more games after Urban Meyer. That does not appear the case and most likely will not happen. But right now the Jaguars, the main question right now is what draft position will they have? It appears right now they're on track to probably get a number one pick or maybe the Detroit Lions will get that pick in the end. That remains to be seen. But right now Jaguars, they're on their way to getting the high pick in this year's NFL draft for after the season. So that throws my update on Jacksonville. Not much I'll say about Jacksonville right now in terms of what are they going to do in the draft and who will they hire as the next head coach, who I do believe should be Byron Leftwich. Now going to New England, the Patriots obviously won 50 50- to 10 Mac Jones threw for three touchdowns at 277 yards Stevenson a running back had two touchdowns so definitely a very good day for New England Patriots because the past two games before this one were definitely catastrophic losses for New England those were losses that New England cannot afford which in those losses jeopardize New England's playoff hopes even though they're having a good run later in the season but this win does give New England a much needed boost in their playoff aspirations so New England's record right now is 10 and 6 and 4 and 5 at home Now, we look at the current playoff projections right now in terms of who's going to the playoffs, who's in, who's out, and who's also in the running. And for New England, New England right now is the number five seed in the playoffs. And if the playoffs started today, New England would be matching up in a rematch, a third rematch against the Buffalo Bills, who right now had the fourth seed based on current projections. But right now, New England has clinched a spot in the playoffs. The question is, what seed will they get? What will be their final seed in the playoffs? They're going to the playoffs. They clinched a playoff spot. But what will be their final seed in the playoffs? Right now, current projections had them face off against the Buffalo Bills in a third time this season, which will definitely be an excellent game to see. But New England right now, they're in the playoffs. They clinched a the spot. The question is, what will be their final seed and how will they do in the playoffs once the playoffs begin? Because I would definitely love to see the Patriots face off against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs because that will be a major test for Kansas City. And speaking of Kansas City, it's now time to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs because they lost a game that many thought, such as myself, should have won. Now, Kansas City lost to Cincinnati Bengals by a score of 34-31, Patrick Mahomes had two touchdowns with 259 yards, while Joe Burrow from Cincinnati had four touchdowns. It was a close game, a very close matchup. In the first quarter, the score was 14-7 in favor of Kansas City. In the second quarter, it was 14-10 in favor of Kansas City. Then in the third quarter, we started to see a comeback come from Cincinnati when he threw for one touchdown or had one touchdown in the third quarter, while Kansas City had zero. In the fourth quarter, Kansas City had three points as opposed to 14 from Cincinnati. In the end, Cincinnati came away with the win. And there are no doubt a major threat in the playoffs right now. Cincinnati's definitely on the rise. Definitely do check this team out. I definitely think I want to talk more about Cincinnati next year and next year's NFL season here, Bruce Stilled. They're definitely making themselves a very interesting team to watch. Mainly because of Joe Burrow. Now, the Chiefs right now have an 11-5 record, while Cincinnati has 10-6. and I'm going to look at the playoff projections right now for Kansas City, because this loss definitely had a major impact on that in a negative way. Now, right now, based on the current playoff projections, Kansas City has a second seed, while Cincinnati has a third seed, so both teams are going to be going into the playoffs. Is it possible to eventually face off in a rematch? That is definitely a likely case, depending how these teams do. They'll obviously have to win their games in order to make that happen. The next matchup for the Chiefs will be against the Broncos, a divisional rival, while the Bengals have the Browns. I definitely do see the Bengals winning their game over the Browns, which definitely helped their case. As for Kansas City, I don't know how they're going to do against the Broncos. So at first Kansas City was they were going up and down this season. There was a spot, you know, when they had that win against the Steelers, I thought they raised all doubt around Kansas City, but Kansas City right now is starting to seem to be facing tougher teams right now later in the season. But regardless though, both the Chiefs and the Bengals here both in the playoffs. Here's my question for the Chiefs though. Will they stay at number two? Will they stay as number two seed? Because the Titans right now had the number one seed. Their next matchup is going to be against the Houston Texans, which I definitely do believe will be an easy win for Tennessee Titans. So I do believe the Titans will hold on to number one seed. Kansas City will most likely hold on to the number two seed. But how far will Kansas City get into the playoffs? Will Kansas City have what I call a dream matchup against the Patriots in the playoffs. That is definitely a game I want to see. I want to see New England and Kansas City face off against each other in the playoffs. I want to see how Bill Belichick does against Patrick Mahomes. How will he define a defense, design a defense against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs? That is something I definitely want to see because that will be a very good epic playoff matchup as no doubt it will be a classic. This now brings me to the NFC side of the game with the three most interesting NFC teams in this year's NFL season starting with the Green Bay Packers who had a major victory over the Minnesota Vikings by a score of 37 7-10. This allows them to maintain their number 1 ranking in the playoffs right now. They're definitely on track to getting that first round bye in the playoffs which I definitely do believe is a strong likelihood. I cannot see anyone overtaking Green Bay to get that first round bye. Unless something really crazy happens this weekend which I don't think is going to happen. The Packers next opponent will be the Detroit Lions which should be a pretty easy win for the Packers but then again the Lions. They had that fight to the end mentality. That never say die mentality. So the Packers definitely don't want to take this for granted that they're facing the Lions this coming Sunday because who knows, you may see an upset because you saw a lot of wacky and crazy upsets this season. But the Packers are also most likely to win this game at the same time, which would definitely secure their number one seed ranking at first round bye coming to the playoffs. So my question for the Packers is, will they maintain that first round bye ranking so far? Will they clinch it this weekend? I do believe that is the case. But in the end, will they be able to maintain that face off against the Lions? Is it possible we could see an upset? Anything's possible. We could see some major surprises and upsets in this coming week 18 at NFL action. And also with Aaron Rodgers, will he stay with Green Bay after the season? What is his future right now with the Packers and also with the NFL? He did say he's not going to wait too long to make a decision. So when will we find out about the future of Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers? And what is Aaron Rodgers' future with Green Bay and also with the NFL? How much longer will we have to wait? We definitely got some time yet. We got a few weeks. The season definitely has yet to, we have yet to see the playoffs. So it all depends how far Green Bay goes in terms of when we'll know about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and what their future holds. And assuming they actually get the first round by, who would the Packers face in the division round of playoffs who would that opponent be it could be anybody right now as a seeding right now so taking shape right now but right now the Packers they're definitely on a good spot right now the thing is can they maintain it and can they cash it in for a good playoff run into the Super Bowl it's not time to talk about the Dallas Cowboys now the Cowboys you know the Cowboys here's the thing about the Cowboys as much as I'm a Cowboys fan I definitely gotta be realistic here right now because the Cowboys they lost to the Cardinals I was actually thinking they're gonna win that game they had to win that game if they're gonna have any chance of overtaking Green Bay to get the first round by but but they blew that chance in this loss they had this past weekend against the Arizona Cardinals and it definitely was not a pretty game for Dallas. A definitely ugly game if you want to talk about it. The Cowboys lost this game by a score of 25-22. to They lost it by three points. They definitely could have done much better though, particularly in offense. Dak Prescott had three touchdowns, while Kyler Murray had two touchdowns, but in the end, the Cowboys lost, bringing the record to 11-5, while the Arizona Cardinals also have an 11-5 record as well. So right now, here's my question for the Cowboys is, how will they do their final game is Begins to the Philadelphia Eagles, a divisional rival. Now, the Cowboys are obviously going to the playoffs. They really have nothing to play for. They could probably just go ahead and rest their starters. I highly doubt they're going to do that against their divisional rival, the Eagles. But right now, the current ranking playoffs, Dallas Cowboys are going to get the fourth seed, while the Arizona Cardinals get the fifth seed. If the playoffs started today, the Cowboys and the Cardinals will have a rematch in the playoffs. And this will be a home game for Dallas. So here's what I'm thinking. Well, Dallas probably sit their starters and hope they're going to get that fourth seed, so they can have a home game and the playoffs against the Cardinals, that could be a strategic advantage for Dallas should they choose to do that. But would they do that, Would they kind of throw or sacrifice a game against a divisional rival. But the scary thing for the Cowboys is right now, and it goes back to the same thing I've been talking about the Cowboys all season, and that is consistency. We never know what the Cowboys are going to do when they play. They definitely do cause a lot of stress and anxiety for many Cowboys fans when they play because we never know what they're going to do. So, we'll see what they do against the Cardinals, but I'm thinking for the strategic long-term implications here when they go into the playoffs because they're obviously going, if they face off against the Cardinals can they defeat the Cardinals in a rematch or maybe just maybe they'll face off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just like Dak Prescott told Tom Brady after the Cowboys lost to Tampa earlier this season. So right now with the Cowboys going to playoffs it's a good thing they're going to the playoffs but there's a lot up in the air for the Cowboys right now. Many of them are not taking themselves seriously. Many analysts and media professionals are not taking the Cowboys seriously right now. They could be one and done in the playoffs then again anything could happen. So the question for the Cowboys is how are they going to do in the playoffs. Who would be their first opponent? Will it be Arizona? Will it be Tampa? All that right now remains to be seen right now. A lot right now is up in the air for the Cowboys. The thing is though, can they become more consistent? Because they need to be more consistent right now in the playoffs. And also throw even more uncertainty into the air for the Cowboys. Their top coordinators Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore are being mentioned as possible head coaches for teams with job vacancies in the offseason. So will the Cowboys lose both Quinn and Moore or one of them in the offseason? If that happens, that could be a disaster for the Cowboys. I do believe that Quinn is the most valuable of the two but right now the Cowboys need both. So will the Cowboys be able to keep both Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore in the offseason? It'll probably depend how they do in the playoffs but right now questions are coming for the Cowboys. A lot is up in the air and just like they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming and it's coming for the Cowboys. The question is can they survive the playoffs and defy expectations and make it all the way to the Super Bowl? And will they have what I call my dream matchup, my dream rematch against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady in the playoffs? We'll just have to see how that plays out. And Speaking of Tom Brady and Tampa, I'll will talk about the final team on the list, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had to win this weekend against the New York Jets, but at what cost? Even though Tampa won the game by a score of 28-24, it was definitely much closer than I thought it would be. It was definitely kind of surprising to see Tampa allow the Jets to score that many points against Tampa Bay. Tom Brady threw for three touchdowns and one interception with 410 passing yards. Not a bad game for Tom Brady, but the big story of this game was Antonio Brown, who in the third quarter left the game when it was currently in progress. In this game, Antonio Brown took off his jersey in the middle of the third quarter and left the game by running kind of towards down the end zone and into the tunnel and he never came back to the game. Mender wondered what was going on. There were reports that he got into argument with Bruce Aarons, the head coach and that was what caused Antonio Brown to leave the game. But in the end, Antonio Brown pretty much quit on his team in the middle of this game. But in the end, it did not cost Tampa the game in the end. As Tampa still won the game, but there's definitely a lot of questions in terms of what is going on in Antonio Brown. Like what led to this moment And also, is he done, is he done in the NFL? Now, he may not be, they're saying right now he's done in the NFL, but I definitely don't want to say that right now. I definitely do believe there's probably a chance for Antonio Brown, but there's definitely a lot of underlying issues going on Antonio Brown right now, such as mental health. So right now, many are saying that Antonio Brown definitely needs to get some help for some mental health issues. That could be the underlying issue that led to this moment, this dramatic moment in this game in the third quarter. But Antonio Brown is no doubt a very talented wide receiver. Back when he was available, I was hoping for the Cowboys to take Antonio Brown. There was talk the Cowboys would be a good fit for Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown, players with a lot of troubled backgrounds, tend to thrive and flourish in Dallas. Dallas likes to take a chance and gamble on players like Antonio Brown. So can Antonio Brown maybe, just maybe, in some remote possibility, after getting the help that he needs, sign with the Cowboys? Now that is no doubt a very bold statement to make, but I definitely do not want to rule it out. But round out the main story right now is, is Antonio Brown done in the NFL? Will he play another snap in the NFL, will he get the help that he needs in order to gain the trust of a team who willing to take him in? Now, Bruce Arians said after the game that Antonio Brown is no longer with the team, but it doesn't appear to be seen that Antonio Brown has been released by Tampa Bay. And here's why because in the end, if they release Antonio Brown, he is free to go to any other team who needs a wide receiver. They can take him off the waiver wire. Now, according to an article I read right now, the three teams who will probably take a gamble on Antonio Brown would be the Chiefs, the Packers, or the Rams. The Cowboys are not on this list, Although, I'd like to say the Cowboys should be on this list because after losing Matt Gallup, potentially, the Cowboys are going to need another wide receiver. So, if I were the Cowboys and Antonio Brown is available, I'd definitely consider signing him in order to bring some much-needed help on their offense. But right now, it appears that Antonio Brown is still on a roster for Tampa, and that could be for a strategic reason on behalf of Tampa, who may not want to see Antonio Brown go into another team. It's most likely Tampa will deal with this in the offseason, but in the end, Antonio Brown is still a Tampa, but it's very likely he'll never play another game for Tampa this season season, and probably the NFL, unless he gets the assistance that he needs. So, right now it appears there's a lot going on with Antonio Brown right now. Tom Brady and others have expressed her support, and also calls for compassion for Antonio Brown. So, definitely there's a lot going on with Antonio Brown right now. And we'll have to see how it plays out in the offseason when Antonio Brown is likely released by Tampa. But going back to Tampa, Tampa won their game, which brings the record of 12-4 and right now. And if the playoffs were to start today, they would have the third seed and face-off potentially against San Francisco in a home game for Tampa. So, right now my question for Tampa is, Will they hold on to the third seed? I definitely do believe that's likely. I don't think they're going to go as high as the second seed, which right now is being held by the Rams currently. Their next matchup against the Carolina Panthers, which I do believe is a win for Tampa right now, which would be a good win for them. But I don't believe it's going to be enough in order to get the number two seed. But in the end, Tampa will have probably a home game in the playoffs. But Tampa right now, their offense has been beat up this season. They lost a lot of key talent on their offense to injuries. Which brings me to this one question for Tampa as they go into the playoffs, and that is, with all these injuries and blows to their team, which incidents like Antonio Brown losing their a lot of key offensive talent will this come back to haunt Tampa in the playoffs will all these injuries be a barrier for Tampa in the playoffs it will cause Tampa to lose in the playoffs which would prevent them from going to Super Bowl in a repeat so right now my main question for Tampa right now is can Tom Brady work around these injuries that he's had around his offense you lost Godwin Antonio Brown's likely not playing again this season so right now can Tampa overcome all these setbacks in the playoffs can they make it all the way to the Super Bowl in a potential second time appearance for two years in a row. That right now is my main question for Tampa right now it is, and that is, can they overcome this adversity they've had this season and make it all the way to the Super Bowl and survive in the playoffs? We can see a preview of that when face off against Carolina, there will be their first game without Antonio Brown, so I do believe this game against Carolina for Tampa, even though it could be an easy win, could very well give us a glimpse in terms of how Tampa handles all this uncertainty regarding the roster. And that there is my Week 17 NFL recap here in Bruce still we'll see how things go in Week 18, the final week of the regular season before we go into the playoffs. It's after that, things will get very interesting in the playoffs I want to see like all of of all the six teams been profiling the season though Jacksonville they're obviously not going to the playoffs but in the end five of the six teams I've been covering this season are going to the playoffs I want to see like who comes out last standing will one of them win the Super Bowl will two of them go to Super Bowl or maybe none of them do we'll have to see how this goes because right now the season has been very much unpredictable and it's definitely been a joy to cover and share all this with you so we'll see how things go into the playoffs but right now we got one week left week 18 and it could be very well a decisive week we'll just have to wait and see how things go and that shall do for me here at Brew Stilled, recapping week 17 of the NFL season. Go out there and enjoy some good football. And also go out there and enjoy Pliny the Elder. itself—a good craft beer, a good WIPA from Russian River Brewing at Santa Rosa. So do check out that beer and enjoy this upcoming week 18, of the NFL. And do stay safe out there. I'm your host, Brandon. I'll see y'all next time. And until then, be brewed and be still, folks. Cheers. <laughs>